This is an uncensored podcast about sex, sexuality, gender, and body stuff. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the person or persons sharing them. Some names have been changed to protect the anonymity of its participants. friends it is i the 2023 version of me drew michael what's up um i apologize you guys in advance for any um hoarseness or um like i'm gonna try not to cough like right into your ears or (laughs) like, just sound absolutely disgusting. Um, I have, as we speak, COVID-19. It, it finally happened. And because I, um, record all by myself, um, I basically have the ability to, uh, record while sick, because there's nobody in the room. So there's that. Um, hey guys, Welcome to a new year and a new, um, make sex with me. I, of course, am still your host. And, um, I wanted to repeat, 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 um, that you guys should go ahead and like, rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. This is the year that we're going to get better sponsors. And I don't mean better. I mean, just like actual sponsorship, wherein like, I either get free shit sent to my house to try out and talk about, or like they can pay me in stuff. Sure. Um, or like, we'll just get, we'll just get money whenever you listen to their ads. And I would love to do ads for people. I don't know that people want me to do their ads, but somebody should, somebody should, someone out there should want this voice marketing their products. That's just how it is. (sighs) Anyway, um, so let's get right into it, y'all. This is a, a shorty, a shorty, um, and at the time you're listening to this, I probably won't have COVID-19 anymore. Um, also, I don't know how COVID-19 works. Like, I um, I was diagnosed <laughs> uh, on, let's say, like Wednesday of this week, and it's Saturday now. Um, so, uh, let's say Monday I was like, oh, my throat feels a little weird. Tuesday, and I had been thinking to myself for, like, 
a week or so, like, ugh, I'm feeling like, like I randomly just take a nap here and there. Like, I do feel, my body was feeling a little run down. I was like, okay, I don't know what this is about. Um, Monday, I felt a little thing in my throat, went to work, everything was fine. Tuesday, felt a little bit like, ugh, in my throat and a little bit in my sinuses and was like, yeah, I'm getting sick. And I was like, all right, let's try to kick this thing, you know. But I didn't really feel that bad. It was just like head cold kind of feeling. And I was like, I'm gonna, you know, just get a lot of spicy foods, like ginger, fucking garlic foods, like whatever. And like literally like cayenne and galore. Um, do you guys like this much vocal fry? Because this is all it's going to be. I haven't talked in like three days straight. So this is me trying to talk. I actually feel tired from this amount of talking. So this episode might be <laughs> really short. Um, so anyway, let's get to Wednesday. Tuesday I went to work with a mask. I was like, I need to be responsible. And then was feeling like if I am getting sick, I want to do some like cardio to try to like get if there's I, I'm always afraid it's going to go to my lungs. And I was like, I'm afraid it's going to be COVID. It's going to be in my lungs, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I swam some laps. I also sat in the steam room. Um, I mean, I made some mistakes. I wasn't being that smart. Like, I should not have done that. I'm pretty sure I exposed people to COVID, but I didn't know I, I had it. But um, that's why if you're feeling sick at all, you guys, like, definitely be smart, wear a mask, um, call in to work and say, I'm I'm having sick, sick symptoms, like, I don't know what it is, go get tested. Um, basically, Tuesday night, I went home, I was feeling kind of achy. But it was a weird kind of ache. And, you know, that's what was so weird. It it felt, and it kind of had felt, like, I had been really sore anyway from working out the week before. And I was like, I don't know, like, I just remember thinking, like, ugh. It's like I'm sore here, sore there, sore everywhere. And, like, I don't know, like, why this soreness isn't going away. Like, because usually I get sore maybe a couple days after I do some kind of working out that's, like, really hardcore. Um, but it just felt kind of like my joints felt sore, my muscles felt sore, but I didn't feel like I had the flu. Um, but, like, I work out a lot, so I'm used to that kind of soreness, so it, it wasn't terrible. It was just annoying. Um, and so I said to myself, like, if I feel worse tomorrow morning, um, I'm just gonna... Um, I'm going to go to the doctor and see what's up. So the next morning I got an appointment and went in. They swabbed my nose for the flu and for COVID. And they told me I had COVID. And then my doctor prescribed me um, antivirals, Paxlovid, which is two different medications put into one. There's two of one kind and one of another. Um, a lot of people are getting Paxlovid right now. Um, it is like really effective for helping to kill off the virus or what it is, is it's like it, one of the drugs that's part of it keeps, I read about this a lot, but I still don't know what it means. Cause you know, science, um, one of the drugs, it, it, it reduces or it, it, it makes it so you can't produce an enzyme that is required for the virus to replicate. And so, 
So that just happens while you're on one of the drugs. And then the other drug is there to make sure that the first drug just lasts a really long time or something like that. So the combination of the two, you take three pills twice a day. And um, within 40 minutes to an hour of taking the pills, your mouth fills up with the flavor of... And they had said it was going to be metallic, but your mouth fills up with the flavor of... I thought it tasted like grapefruit and like, you know, like if you've you've had too many cocktails and you're just like, "Mm, okay, I definitely am kind of getting sick of that aftertaste in the back of my throat. Like let's either have a snack or before we drink more (laughs) or let's switch our cocktail to something else um, because I just got a little bit too much of that bitter grapefruit in the back of my throat. So anyway, that's what that was like, um, a lot of people have said it tastes like grapefruit peel. And that's not so bad. I mean, honestly, I've had worse. You know, I, I've i had... When, I remember when I was a kid, I had my tonsils and adenoids removed. And I it tasted like rotting horse flesh was in my throat. Because you have open... Or you have, like, sutures in the back of your throat. And it's, like, healing. But, like, parts of it are not rotting. But, like, you know, it's, like gross grossness back there things that you might not ever experience in the back of your throat in the back of your throat um when you have things cut out of the back of your throat (laughs) so anyway um and that hurt a lot so shit but that was like when I was a kid I don't remember much about that um I remember a little bit I guess as much as I've told you so this was this wasn't so bad but You know, I'm telling you guys, it was a long three days. I am, I'm pretty sure I'm on the outs, but, you know, so, so my doctor, and and by the way, my doctor gave me the Paxlovid, and I want to talk about this, because I am not at a high risk for long COVID or, you know, being hospitalized because of COVID or, or, or having it become something more hardcore. And I'm sure I got Omicron. Like, the symptoms were very, very, like, just have a head cold. And um, I probably would have been fine without Paxlovid. Um, and it's really only supposed to be available to high-risk patients. So that is patients with um, who are elderly patients who have uh, who are immune compromised patients who um have cancer or diabetes i want to say or certain kinds of things like that like comorbidities although we don't really call them that or m- most people don't call them comorbidities um i don't know if anyone's using those words anymore but um just you know pre-existing conditions that might make it so that getting COVID would be worse. Oh, and the unvaccinated, (laughs) apparently they, I don't know if they get, if they're eligible for this, um, but I think that they are because, because even though you should be vaccinated by now, um, medical workers and healthcare in general, there's a lot of good people that work in in those fields and they actually want people to be well. So that's why, even though you never got vaccinated until now, 
or maybe still not now, and you got COVID, um, they're offering you antivirals as a form of therapy for you to recover faster. So there you go. You're welcome. I got vaccinated the first two times. I did not get any boosters. And uh, I might. I might get a booster at some point. I just haven't. I haven't done it yet. Um, and now I've had it. So so that's great. But um, I'm telling you, uh, the reason why my doctor um, thought that I was at even maybe a slightly higher risk is because of my body weight. Because my doctor constantly tells me I'm fat every time I see him. And he doesn't use those words, of course, because he hides behind the jargon, right? But all he does is he'll look at the number on the scale. I was uh, 280 and he was like, well, we're looking, you know, we're looking at 300. It's, it's right over the, the horizon there. I was like, you piece of shit. I'm not 300 pounds. I'm 280. There's a difference. It's a difference of 20 pounds. And I mean, I love that he thinks I could gain 20 pounds that fast. And maybe I can, but that's a different thing. Okay. Um, (laughs) maybe, maybe it's not, I don't know. Um, but it's just, and, and by the way, if you're 300 pounds, fucking you do you, if that's what you want, if that's where you are, I don't want to be 300 pounds. Um, but that's just what I, what I don't want. That's just me. Right. Um, and 200 pounds is, or 280 pounds is not 300 pounds. Okay. I am now 266. And he didn't even mention that I'm like 14 pounds less than the last time I saw him. He was just like, oh, you're 266 and you're 510. Yeah. You're over, you're obese. And so you're at high risk with this. And I'm like, I've just told you that, like, I didn't even know I had COVID. Like, I was, like, pretty sure I just had a head cold. And now you're telling me that I should go on these drugs because I'm high risk for COVID. And I'm like, I'm only, like, in my 30s, dude. Like, (coughs) I have no comorbidities. I have, you know... I I take really, I mean, I work out every day. I do cardio and weightlifting and I eat, I mean, I, I do have, I'm constantly working on my diet, but I do eat wholesome foods. Like I think I'm getting fruits and vegetables and minerals and fiber and, um, protein and carbohydrates and fats. I'm definitely getting fats, probably getting too many fats. That's one thing I've been working on getting less of is the fats, but it is hard. It is hard because, you know, and my, my doctor is like very old school. His advice is always, if you don't want to put it in your mouth, don't bring it in your house and don't eat fast food. And I'm just like, what are you like fucking Weight Watchers from 1994? Like, are you going to tell me to drink Slim Fast? I was like, what the fuck? That's not good advice. That's not, that's not dietary advice at all. Like doctors really just don't know how to like, talk to you about what you should be eating. Um, and, and all they would do is print something off from the internet that you could just go print off yourself. And it would be like some pyramid that like the 
fucking food industry has decided is, like, the thing. (laughs) Basically, he calls me fat every time. And I've been wanting to get rid of him, but, like, I just haven't because I'm just lazy. Um, Also, I found out that... um, so there's like two men who have, who are doctors in this practice, and then there's a female who is my my mother's doctor actually, and she's my mom really liked her, and she's actually moving, and my mom was like really upset. My mom was like really upset, like like she was losing a friend, and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Um, but I think it's because my mom really liked her doctor, and her doctor was like was giving her care and making her feel really comfortable about it, and like. Just, she really trusted her, you know, and she's, like, really sad that she has to find a new doctor and, like, really hoping that she'll find someone nearly as good. But I am getting, I mean, my mom is getting out of that practice, after, especially after what I told her, which was that my mom's doctor, um, who's a female, and I don't know anything about her, she was giving resource materials to LGBTQIA plus people. Um, and she got in trouble with the partners in her practice, which were my doctor and this other guy who's like really hot, but he's a total fucking dick ball. He's, he's a dick ball. <laughs> what the fuck that means. Um, I'm going to call him Dr. Dick balls. If you don't mind, <laughs> he, um, he actually works out at my gym. And he is really cute, but he rarely says hi to me when he walks in. And I'm pretty sure, I just, I, I just, I'm okay believing that he hates gay people. That he's just like, faggot, and just doesn't want to talk to me. Um, I also think he's religious. And in the South, it's a lot easier to be a doctor who puts God first. But I don't think that's a very responsible thing to do. I think that... Um, you can be a Christian and be into science, but, you know, you gotta be, uh, true to science a little bit more. I mean, I don't know how to say that. You can't, you can't believe that you're going to heal somebody with the Holy Spirit, right? Like, and I mean, I'm over here law of attractioning like you wouldn't fucking believe, but and I believe in positive thought and all of that, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It's very hard, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into that in a second. But anyway, they wouldn't let my mom's doctor distribute. And I didn't hear this from my mom. I heard this from um, some people I know in our queer community around here. I heard that about the practice, and I was like, wait, I go to that practice. That's one of my doctors is one of those partners. And... He calls me fat all the time. (laughs) So I was like, okay, that's it. I've had it. Um, So now I'm looking for LGBTQIA plus friendly uh, medical providers. And I would not be upset if I had like a nurse practitioner. I've had really good luck with nurse practitioners. I like think they're awesome. Um, Sometimes they really listen like a lot better than fucking doctors do. Um, I've had doctors just sit there and the, you're telling them everything and then they're just like, blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. This is what we're going to do. And then you're like, okay, but I just, three of the things I just told you that were like kind of important, I feel like you just like kind of ignored and now you're like prescribing this weird fucking thing. Um, 
like my doctor, the last time I went in, I had a cold. I think I had like a respiratory infection or something. He uh, just gave me a prescription for steroids, an oral steroid. And I was like, I don't want to take that. He's like, it'll open up your bronchial tubes. It'll help you breathe better. And I was like, I mean, I'm breathing okay. I just, I'm just afraid it's going to turn into a cough. And I, um, I, I, I was like, I got this lung tonic from the health store. And he's like, okay. And I was like, yeah, do you think this will like help? And he's like, I mean, anything would help if that helps. Like he was just like, not like a believer. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you want me to take steroids and I don't, I don't want to take steroids. So we're just gonna, we're just, I just hate you. (laughs) I don't like you anymore. So anyway, um, yeah, so I was on the antivirals though for, um, about three days. I did not finish them. Um, I, you guys, I got to a point where I was like panicking, sweating, having hot flashes, cold, not cold sweats, but like, I know that my anxiety, if I just don't feel good about what's going on, is so bad that I literally will start sweating. I can have a thought that makes it feel like my stomach just like starts to boil and then my body starts to sweat. It's like having hot flashes, but it's completely tied to like anxiety and stress. And I could spend the whole day anxious and sweating all day and I have to just like put a fucking towel under my head. So I had the fact that I have panic attacks and anxiety to consider. I had, wait a minute, is this medication something I should even be on to consider? And then I had, wait a minute, I have COVID-19, which I've been dreading since I found out what it was in like March of 2020. So like the worst thing possible has finally happened to me, like so late in the game. And of course my body's reacting like, super well. Like, it just is really kicking ass, and it doesn't seem like it's that bad for me. Um, but, but then, but then I have this possibility of taking these, ret- these antivirals that are, like, really kick ass and, like, weren't available to people before, like, recently. Um, I think they were Uh, emergency released in 2022 but um I don't know it's like and they have like like 89% success so like keeping people out of the hospital and shit um but I was feeling kind of crazy and I couldn't I couldn't decipher what why I felt crazy and the possibility of not taking the drugs felt like heaven and the possibility of keeping the drugs in my system felt like hell. And I chose heaven. I was just like, I'm going to I'm gonna not take them tonight. This was last night. I said, I'm not going to take them. And I've been feeling pretty good. Um, I've just been taking it little by little. I um, This is my last day of my quarantine. So I, I did go to the pharmacy just to get some... And 95 masks, but, um, but I just, I've, I've been feeling pretty good. I just, I'm really nervous about getting back to work and stuff. And obviously I don't want to like spread it. 
Um, and I'm nervous about the decision I made to quit, you know, before my, I was supposed to be done. Like, I don't take a lot of medications. And, uh, I feel like I, I think that I react to those kinds of things, but maybe I don't. Maybe it's just my anxiety too. Um, so I guess the point of all this is I just wanted to talk about, I started talking to my friend about this, um, my friend Cindy, who's been just so amazing to talk to in the last couple weeks, especially, um, she's the one who introduced me to, like, Abraham Hicks and the Law of Attraction, and she's the one who's, like, basically steered me towards, like, being spiritual at all in my life. Um, I, I, I kind of, like, credit my mom for making me want to be witchy, because my mom's, like, obsessed with witches. Um, and I credit my friend Cindy for, like, making me spiritual, especially after... Um, being raised Catholic <laughs> kind of ruined it for me. Uh, we were talking and, um, she, she had gone on Paxlovid months ago, uh, when she had COVID and, uh, she took it for one, one day and was like, fuck that. That stuff makes my mouth taste like a horse's asshole, which is not what I th thought it tasted like, but she was like, I'm not fucking doing it. And I, um, it also, for her, she said it made her feel like her symptoms were worse. And she didn't have, she had this actually more than a couple months ago. She didn't have Omicron. She had, like, more full-on COVID, much worse. Like, she was laid up, and it was, like, pretty miserable, she said. But she still was like, I don't, I don't want to take this antiviral. It, it tastes terrible. It makes me feel worse, and I just don't want it. I'm just going to fucking get through this. And she did. And so she was a part of my decision not to take it. But I was telling her, I was like, you know what? Like, I used to be, um, like, a health freak. I used to be, like, hippy-dippy, like, all-natural, organic, like, you know. And I used to spend way too much money, too, trying to, like, make sure everything I ate was, like, fucking the cleanest, like, whatever. Um, and it's all a part of me, you know, having eating disorders and like being like, because I've been anorexic before and I have a long, long love hate with food. I have a lot of irrational fears about like eating something and having an allergic reaction because I have certain foods that I can't eat because I have reaction like not allergic reactions, but I have, like, sensitivities. And sometimes it seems like almost an allergic reaction to, like, carrots, apples, things like that. Every once in a while I have a reaction to something and I'll just be like, oh, shit. Like, I don't eat any kind of nuts because I'm afraid. The only thing I can eat is, like, cashews because they're not technically nuts. And um, other nuts that I can't eat. And, like, cashews have been, like process with other nuts like sometimes sometimes you know they're throwing like fucking peanuts in there with the cashews and and I used to eat peanuts and be fine and by the way I can eat like peanut M&Ms and be fine but like I can't like eat almonds I can't eat peanuts usually usually like peanut butter kind of gets me sometimes but I used to eat tons of peanut butter when I was a kid like just there's all these things I am afraid to eat and I'm afraid also afraid of being poisoned I'm afraid of eating chemicals I'm afraid, 
you know, like, not like, of course, everyone eats chemicals, but like, I'm afraid that like, someone sprayed bleach on a surface and I like got it in my food and I'm eating bleach. Like, I'm just like, afraid of everything, afraid that something is spoiled. You know, I like throw things out when they say they're expired. I can't eat expired food or like nearly expired or like if it's not Best Buy, like I can't fucking eat it. Um, and I'm, I get a little crazy. I get a little cuckoo and I have to keep myself sane. Um, but I've always been a liberal person and I'm just so mad about COVID and not, and I mean, I mean not just cause I have it, but I'm so mad. I'm so mad that it even happened. I mean, it makes sense. And I'm not like, I don't know. I, I do believe everything happens for a reason. And I know COVID happened and you know, Every hundred years or so, there's going to be probably like a a pandemic or something and some virus that we are unable to contain and um, just like goes through the population until we get used to it. And then, um, I mean, it's more or less hopefully going to go like it has with me, like, you know, where I'm like, I got it. I felt like I was sick for a week and they had some therapeutics they could offer me and you know, you want to be careful if you're elderly or whatever, or immune compromised and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, that's true with like the flu. It's true with like other sicknesses and stuff, but I don't know. And I mean, COVID happened at a really weird time. I mean, it happened in the middle of fucking Trump being president and everyone knows all of this already. But I just want to say some shit that I feel like I haven't said. I feel like kind of broken from COVID. Or we could say from the last couple of years. I feel kind of broken. I don't trust the same way. Um, and I know it's like maybe not. <laughs> the best to start the new year off crying, but, um, I did start the year off having COVID. So fuck. Um, this is the beginning of 2023, but it is actually also, I mentioned this in the last episode. It is the end of, uh, we're working towards the end of my Chinese year, which is, I think I'm the, the tiger or something. So, um, yeah, I feel broken. I feel, okay, like, everything got flip-turned. And it's like, you know, my parents are Republican, and they'll vote for whoever's Republican. They're not, like, Trumpers. They just, they want to vote for whoever is the Republican candidate because they're not Democrat. And so my parents, unfortunately, voted for Trump, and... um. There was a lot of, like, like just have memories of sitting at the dinner table throughout all of lockdown with Trump on the fucking TV every night because that was his fucking thing. He was like, I'm going to do, um, like, a briefing or whatever every single fucking day while they're in lockdown. I want to be in the front of the TV not saying anything important. 
just talking to the people, getting my airtime, just jizzing in their ears. I mean, he's such a fucking piece of shit. I mean, and just lying and just like fucking fuck. Having to sit there and being terrified and unemployed and like not sure what's going on. And and I'm not saying that like, you know, Trump should have known what was going on. Nobody knew what to do. We were all trying so hard. But I will tell you one thing, guys. Like, I thought of this. Um, I've thought of this several times. When in March of 2020, uh, before everything shut down, my one of my students came into the room and said, this fucking thing's crazy, you guys. And we were all like, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's start class. Because, <laughs> you know, you can't, when it's time to start a class, I teach like yoga, I teach fitness, like you can't just have someone walk in and start a crazy conversation. You just gotta be like, okay, thank you. Let's get going. You know, let's not, this isn't, um, you know, a table of old German men talking about politics. This is, uh, this is a bar class, you know, let's do bar. So she said, someone said, well, I think, you know, like, it'll be fine. And I said, like, yeah, I think, honestly, I think we're probably just going to maybe, if we have to shut shut down, it's just going to be for, like, two weeks while we get everything figured out and everything contained or whatever, and then it'll be fine. And this woman said, <clears throat> I, my brother-in-law works for the CDC, and... He basically was like, this is going to be like two and a half to three years of figuring this shit out. And we all just went. Like we were just like frozen. Like, do we do we assume this woman's crazy or what? And so I just said, "Okay, well, let's start class. But she was right. Her brother-in-law was right. The CDC was right. Like, they were able to estimate what this was, how much time it was going to take to, like, get it under control, you know. They were like, it's going to be that much time before the world can get back to any kind of semblance of normalcy. Like, and they were right. And so I do trust, like, scientists. I do trust that shit. <clears throat> I've had a hard time in the past being a liberal, more natural kind of person, um, believing in big pharma. And I think there's a lot of shit that's wrong about big pharma, and I think there's a lot of shit that's wrong about... Um, our healthcare system in this country specifically. But um, I don't know. I don't know if it benefits us to think that there's like some evil elite group sitting up in a castle on a hill trying to torture the masses. Like, I don't know if that's really accurate. I think that's a lot more of like every person for themselves and the people that are doing bad things to our world 
they're not like above it in a lot of ways. You know, they talk a lot about millionaires working for billionaires and you have to remember that there's a lot of millionaires. Um, they're a lot richer than most of us, but they're still not the 1%. You know, there's, there are some people, there is a 1% of people that, um, are kind of above the rest of us and they kind of are separate from the rest of us, but even they can't escape the environment, the atmosphere. I mean, they can go up in a spaceship and then come back down, you know, 30 minutes later, which happened twice, like a year and a half ago or something. Right. Um, but they still have to breathe this fucking air. They still have to drink this fucking water, you know, like maybe they filtered it, but it's still water from the same planet. <clears throat> if they ruin the planet, it's their, they're ruining their own home too. You know what I mean? So, and yes, the people without resources and the people who, you know, don't have a lot of money, who are forced to live in certain parts of the world or parts of the country or parts of the city or whatever, there is environmental racism. There is like, we've, we put all the poor people down there next to the factory and, you know, they all have not the same water to drink than we do and they don't have access to like healthy foods like we do. Like they definitely put people in those places. Um, but my, I guess I'm talking more globally when I say that like, and I'm, I, I don't think that like, I'm not trying to say that like the 1% are good people at all. I think they're probably terrible people. They're probably, like, sociopaths, um, megalomaniacs, even. Um, I think that they just don't realize that they're not actually free of us. Like, they're not separate from us. They're still human beings, and they're still having... This is still their home. This planet is still their home. And they might not see it as though they're ruining their home, but they are shitting where they eat. Figuratively speaking, right? Actually, some really, really rich people, I think, really get into eating shit. That's what I believe. <laughs> this totally makes sense to me. They like to have hookers shit on their chest. Totally. And I would do that for a, for a certain price. I would shit on their chest. And you know what? I would shit on Tucker Carlson for free. I would pay to shit on Tucker Carlson. And he's a millionaire working for billionaires. He's not even a billionaire. But he is a piece of shit. And I fucking hate him. And he's done so much damage to our, to our society as a television asshole on Fox News. Um, anyway... I feel broken because, you know, I was, before COVID, I was an anti-vaxxer. And now, to be an anti-vaxxer means that you're, like, anti-science. It means that you're anti-government. Um, it means you're anti-a lot of things. It means you're 
possibly insane. To be anti-vax during a pandemic is, like, kind of insane. I was anti-vax, um, and only kind of, before a pandemic. You know, I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to get a flu shot. I never get the flu. And I had I had really thought before that I I felt fluish after getting the flu shot. Um, and so I didn't get the flu shot because I was like, I don't really want, I don't really know what's in that. I don't really want that in my body. You know, I don't like putting things in my body where I don't know like what's actually in them. I still have a lot of problems with that. Like I don't want, and by the way, um, there's so many cases where companies aren't even required to put accurate ingredients on labels like in the supplemental industry, like if you're taking vitamins or stuff, like it could say you're taking B complex and it could have zero B vitamins in there. And they don't have to put them in there. They don't have to tell you the truth. It's there's no regulation with the supplements industry. So if your product is deemed a supplement, woo hoo, you could fucking go to town and fucking make so much money selling, like, cubes of sugar and telling people they're, like, fucking saving them or something. I don't know. Anyway. I think you can get into trouble if you're telling people that you've produced something that's, like, the cure for something. But um, you can't... If you say this may... Studies show that this can contribute to a decreased, a decreased uh, likeliness of cancer. Um, you can put that on your bottle, and you could literally be selling your own piss. You could be like, drink my piss, and some studies have shown, studies that I did on my piss <laughs> have shown <laughs> that this will decrease <laughs> the likelihood of you getting cancer. If you drink my piss. And that's literally legitimately legal in the supplement industry. Like, yeah. Fucking crazy. Um, lawyers out there, please tell me if I'm wrong, but I know that most of what I've said was true. I'm not telling you it's actually legal to sell your piss, but I think it is legal to sell your piss as your piss. People are selling breast milk. Uh, people are selling their underwear with jizz and pee and sweat and poop on them. Why not? Sell your piss. Tell people it's a life tonic. So COVID happened and, and so now anti-vax is a different thing. It's not the liberal hippie granolas that are anti-vax. And a lot of the hippie granolas aren't liberal anymore. A lot of those people, they, it's like they went ultraviolet and now they're fucking... They went so far to one side that they came out the other side, you know? Um, I had serious doubts about 9-11 back in the day. But now the people who have those th theories are fucking, like, Infowars, Alex Jones assholes. So now I'm, like, 
I feel like I have to believe now that 9-11 wasn't fishy as fuck. Because otherwise I might get lumped into these people who think that the government invented COVID. Or that, like, (sighs) there's nanobots in the vaccine that are going to fucking, like, control us in our bloodstream or something. Like, that politicians are reptile pedophiles and shit. It's like, I don't believe any of that. I don't... I just, I'm so confused. And and to turn my parents into zombies that believe crazy shit, like, that was a big, big stressor this week was, like, my mom wanted to take care of me because I'm sick. And, you know, of course, I, I didn't want her to get close to me because I didn't want her to catch it. And so she kept, like, wanting to bring the food and, you know, she'd make me dinner or whatever I wanted to bring into the room. And I'd be like, just leave it next to the door. Like, don't come in. Don't be in here. And she's like, well, we already had it. And I'm like, you fucking had something, like, three years ago. And you guys swear you had COVID, but you have no proof. And, like... You know, you, my parents, like, they got the first shot. They didn't want to get the second shot. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you didn't even get fully vaxxed. And um, and they're, like, believing anything they say on fucking Fox News. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't handle, like, how much this hurts to be, like, my mom, who I love so much, like, telling me things that, like, she's afraid of because of what she's heard on the news that is just not true. And, you know, my parents are like so many other 70-somethings who are just scared all the time. And it's so, they're so used to it that it's just like, I think they just think that it's a scary world out there. And so my mom is like, I don't know if I want you to take this medication anymore. Like, so she's on team, don't take your meds. And I'm like, this is like a genius antiviral medication. Like one of the best things that's like ever, like they're calling it a game changer. Um, They're like, this is the beginning of like something really awesome for the world. Um, because before COVID, I mean, this is maybe one of the silver linings before COVID. I'm not sure that there were a lot of antiviral options. Like you, if you had a virus, you just had a virus, right? They might've had some things, but they weren't very effective. And so, so yeah, that's fucking stressed me out. Here I am thinking, like, my doctor told me to take them, but he calls me fat all the time. My mom's telling me not to take them, but she's been brainwashed by Fox News. Um, but I love my mom, and she cares about me. My doctor's a dickhead, but he is a scientist? Or doctor scientist? Mm, kind of. It's so stressful. It's so stressful. And I don't think I had this kind of stress before COVID. 
I don't think I did. I know I hated being sick before COVID, but I never was afraid that any time I had a cold, I was going to have a virus that could kill me. I don't think I did. Well, I did every once in a while get afraid that I had an STI that was like... I used to be afraid of having HIV, but I used to have sex. <laughs> so that's a, that's a different one. Now I don't really have sex, but I really want to. And I know that this year I will. I will have sex this year, and it'll be really good sex, and it'll be with someone I really like, and that's really exciting. Um... I don't know if I have much more to say, y'all. And I can't call it a shorty if it goes over an hour. So um, I'm going to cut it off there. But please, you know, write in. Let me know what you guys think about coming out the other side of COVID and, and kind of being like, wait, are we out the other side? Is this thing over? Is it never over? Who am I now? <laughs> Fucking who am I now? Um, and I do like, I'm really excited to talk more with people about like their COVID experiences. Um, you know, I think it's important to talk about our bodies, talk about our viruses, talk about our germs, our experiences with things, especially things that terrify us about like our health, right? There's gotta be community around that. Um, so please share your stories, your COVID stories too, on our socials. Um, a little news, we are going to be making it so that at least the first season of Make Sex With Me is going to be available only, uh, if you subscribe to that. Uh, I think that's going to be a small subscription fee, but if you want access to those episodes, uh, moving forward in January and February, um... You're going to have to pay to hear them. Ha-ha! And part of that is because uh, some of that early stuff is embarrassing. No, I'm kidding. It's really just because uh, we have to start to find some ways to make some money. And, uh, yeah, I think that at least the first season, if not the first two seasons, are going to be subscription only. So, if you would like... You can subscribe. It'll probably be like a dollar. Just so that, like, we can start to make this relationship a little bit more tit for tat. It's been a lot of titty, not a lot of tatty. And I need some tats in my face. Please give me your tats. Um, as aforementioned, you guys, uh, thank you for listening. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Your support makes this podcast possible. And you can email sexy stories, questions, and comments to make sex with me podcast at gmail.com and check out the new link tree. Link tree backslash Drew Michael. <laughs> In the show notes, you can find it uh, for all of our social media. And of course, you guys, especially in this new year, I hope that you are filling all your holes with whatever makes you happy. Goodbye.